Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's going down, everybody? Happy Sunday. Welcome back to the station. Y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Ray G. You can find me on Twitter, at RayGQ. And this is the College Football Instant Reaction Week 6 Recap Show, where I just kind of go... Off the top, real informal, casual, chill show that you can just hear about what did you miss from the college football weekend, not just what the game scores are, but we really want to keep this focused on dynasty and what did you miss uh, as far as players and prospects that we need to know about for your dynasty teams in the future. So make sure you get tapped in, listen to the show everywhere, podcasts or stream as well on Dynasty League Football. We are a proud member of the DLF family of podcasts, so make sure you check them out as well. But let's get into it because we saw a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happened this past weekend that's going to shake up the Heisman Trophy rankings. It's going to shake up the AP Top 10 poll, Top 15, Top 25 college football playoff rankings. The Titans, the Kings, Alabama fell to Texas A&M 41-38. This is the first time since 2007 that Alabama lost a game to an unranked opponent. And although Texas A&M is unranked, we know they have talent on both sides of the ball. We saw Bryce Young go toe-to-toe with Zach Calzana. Zach Calzana. I mean, listen, I, I, I picked him to be under. I thought Alabama would dominate this game, would make life hell for him, and he went for 285-3 and three on that tied defense. They couldn't really get anything going on the ground. Isaiah Spiller, my top-rated back in the 2022 class, uh, really couldn't get anything going on the ground versus Alabama, but you did see some of the talent and the skills which make him such a special running back prospect in this 2022 class. And on the other side of the ball, Brian Robinson, somebody will look at his ranking and somebody that I probably need to move up. I was not a big fan of Brian Robinson coming into the season. I was like, let's get Jace McClellan the ball. Let's see Roy Dell Williams, maybe Kamar Whedon. And Brian Robinson has just shown that he's got the size and the physicality to handle 25, 30 carries a game and another 100-yard performance, back-to-back 100-yard performances. This is the first time in his career he's gone over 100 yards. It's like last week was the first time he did it. He doubled up. So 200-yard games in his five-year career. He's he's making he's making uh listen he's making a name for himself he's making a name for himself and I think that he's going to have an opportunity to really climb up some draft boards I know a lot of people are really excited about Robinson still not inside my top five but definitely probably needs to be a top ten guy uh, Bryce Young three sixty nine three sixty nine passing three touchdowns and he threw one interception in the end zone. It was a fantastic interception by the defensive back. Can't take anything away from him. Jamison Williams continues to climb up draft boards. I mean, listen, Jamison Williams, you know, death taxes in Alabama having another talented receiver. 
the, the great thing about Williams and his story is he was at Ohio State, transferred from Ohio State, and now he's got a shot to be the guy at Alabama. And if he were still at Ohio State, he'd be the fourth receiver at best behind Jackson Smith and Jigba, Chris Olave, and Garrett Wilson. So it's, it, it's, a, it's a good testament of the transfer, transfer portal working the way it should. Georgia absolutely dominated. I mean, absolutely dominated Auburn. There's no need to talk about it. I do think JT Daniels' job is lost. Stetson Bennett is the guy. I mean, he's a little guy. He's not going to be an NFL draft prospect, but he's gritty, he's tough, and he's playing really well. Really efficient, 14 for 21, 231, two touchdowns. Zamir White, still not in on Zamir White, but Georgia rolls Auburn, real simple. They're the number one team in the country once the new college football, once the college football player pool rolls around, they'll be the number one seed. Iowa comes back to beat Penn State. This was a a not good quarterback game, I guess you would say. I don't want Spencer Petras or Sean Clifford at all on my teams. Tyler Goodson played all right. You know, Goodson is a is a talented little running back. He played all right. Uh, uh, the the receiver, what's his name? Uh, Jahan Dotson, eight for forty eight. Didn't really do much in this one. This game was just it was just a hard fought Big Ten matchup. A lot of people have been hyping up Sam Laporta to me that I need to check him out. He's a top tight end prospect. Uh, one for eight. Uh, didn't have much opportunity. Uh, I mean, Iowa tight ends are historically good, so I'll, I'll bet on that at some point. But uh, nothing, uh, nothing like to write home about in this one. We saw Ohio State absolutely clobber Maryland. Uh, C.J. Shroud looks better and better. Five touchdowns. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jackson Smith and Jigba all went off. Just all of them are great. Travion Henderson. As much as we love Bijan, and we'll talk about Bijan Robinson, Travion Henderson is already a tier one Debbie prospect, and he doesn't go to the NFL until 2024. He's just he can do it in all phases, running the ball, catching the catching the ball, just incredible talent. Over 100 yards again, two touchdowns again. Olave goes off, uh, going to go down as one of the best wide receivers in Ohio State football history. And C.J. Stroud getting getting his groove back, and he's actually made a push. He's top five in Heisman odds right now. So I do have a plus 1,200 bet on C.J. Stroud to win the Heisman Trophy. Doubt that will come to fruition, but we'll see how that goes. Michigan comes back to beat Nebraska. Listen, Jim Harbaugh gave him a lot of crap, a lot of crap, led by Hassan Haskins and Blake Corum. Hassan Haskins, for those of y'all who don't know, is a converted linebacker that they moved to running back a couple of years ago. Blake Corum was a highly touted running back prospect, not a big guy. Kind of reminds me of Mike Hart for you Michigan fans, but a lot of juice, explosiveness, can catch the ball. Uh, he looked really good in this matchup. Michigan is a good team. They are definitely going to move up the rankings, and they're inching closer and closer and closer to maybe pushing for a college football playoff berth, depending on if they can take down Ohio State, win that Big 12, Big 10 title game. They will be in the college football playoffs. Kudos to Jim Harbaugh. Hats off to him for making it happen. Michigan State, I just want to tell y'all, Kenneth Walker, you guys, I've got him as RB3 in the 2022 class right now, and I and I, I can easily make a case for him to be the top-ranked guy. Another 200-yard performance, 232 on the ground, one touchdown. Jalen Naylor, I mean, 221 receiving yards. Michigan State was just throwing the ball, running the ball, doing whatever they wanted. Rutgers tried to keep it close, but in the end, they could not get it done. Ole Miss, Arkansas was probably... It was right there with with Texas Oklahoma for game of the week. There were some fantastic matchups. Matt Corral put on a show. I mean, just efficient on the ground through the air. 
We'll look at his ranking as well, but when you're looking at him, you know, 14 for 21, 287, two touchdowns, no interceptions. The big thing with Matt Corral we wanted to see this season was maturation with his decision-making, and he has been lights out, lights out with his decision-making. He's not turning the ball over. He's not forcing it. He's taking what's there, and then when you talk about a player who can give you 15 carries, 94 yards, and another two touchdowns on the ground, Matt Corral sky high in my rankings. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback in the next level and my top-rated quarterback in the 2022 class. Big K.J. Jefferson had 326, led Arkansas back down the field with under a minute left to tie the game up or with a chance to tie it up. They go for two horrible two-point conversion plays, sprint right rollout to a, to a tight side of the field, uh, and they lost that game. Raheem Sanders, Raheem Sanders, if Travion Henderson is RB1 in 2024, Raheem Sanders is probably going to be RB2. He's good. Six foot two, 220 pound freshman, 139 yards on the ground with a long carry of 42. Traylon Burks, the top rated wide receiver prospect, tied with Garrett Wilson, seven for 136. Three straight games where Traylon Burks has gone over 100 yards. Any concerns that we had about Traylon uh, suffering because of quarterback play uh, should be alleviated now. Not three straight games, excuse me. Three of of the of the six five games that he's played in, he's gone over a hundred yards. Last week versus Georgia, he did nothing. Three for ten. But who does anything versus Georgia? Uh, Traylon Burks is an incredible wide receiver, and he's going to be a first round pick next year. Excited for him. Dontario Drummond, another big wide receiver, senior that's coming out in twenty twenty two, had a good game. Uh, and then I and then I save sort of the best for last, and I'll talk about a couple of other individual players. We're not going to run through every game. Had a devastating injury in the LSU game. We saw Kayshawn Boutte, my wide receiver, one in college football across Debbie, twenty twenty three eligible. I don't know if it's an Achilles, a calf, an ankle, but he was carted off of the field. Um, couldn't put any weight on that leg. That's not good. That that sucks. Uh, Notre Dame continues to squeak out wins when they have no business winning. Virginia Tech had that game. Uh, and Notre Dame pulls it off. Uh, but the big one that has the college football world talking was Oklahoma, Texas. The best Red River showdown that I've ever watched. And I've watched a lot of them. And living here in Texas all week, you know, literally I work four blocks from where that game was played, from where the state fair, for, from, from where the state fairgrounds are. So it was just littered with Texas, Oklahoma fans all week. And Oklahoma comes back. They were down. I think at one point they were down by 21. And they come back to win 55 to 48. And not because of Spencer Rattler. It was on the back, on the legs of the young Caleb Williams. I mean, just a phenomenal performance in this matchup. Caleb Williams comes in midway through the second quarter, towards the end of the second quarter. Rattler had two turnovers. One of the interceptions was not on Spencer Rattler. I give Spencer Rattler a lot of grief. He was my top-rated quarterback coming in. He's not played well, but it wasn't his fault. You know, there's miscommunication between him and Austin Stogner, the tight end, but then he fumbles the ball, and I think I called this on the show. I said Red River Showdown, we could see Spencer Rattler pulled for Caleb Williams. We saw him pulled for Tanner Mordecai last year. Caleb Williams comes in 16 for 25, 212, two touchdowns. Kennedy Brooks, blast from the past, 217 rushing yards and two touchdowns for Kennedy Brooks. Uh, Caleb Williams, 88 yards, and one of my favorite college football running backs that has just flopped this season, Eric Gray, 6 for 37. Marvin Mims blew up. Casey Thompson came out on fire for Texas, right? 388, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Bijan Robinson was a decoy for the entire first quarter, and then he ends up with 137 rushing yards, one touchdown. 
The man, Xavier Worthy, though. This is somebody that I've talked about quite a bit. Uh, one of my boys who played on that UT 05 national title game, shout out Marcus, told me over the summer, Xavier Worthy, Xavier Worthy, and the true freshman blows up. Nine for 261 and two with the long of 75. Home run hitting ability, home run speed. Right now, Xavier Worthy, his freshman profile is going to blow Everything out of the water. I mean, he's got 24 for 514 and 6 so far this season. Uh, a 1,000-yard freshman season for him is definitely within his range of outcomes. Maybe even 11 or 1,200 yards for the true freshman. Uh, 6'1", 165 pounds. He's put on a little weight, but he's a freshman. I got no problem with it. I have no concerns. Xavier Worthy is a stud. He's going to be really good, and we'll dive into it. But this game, uh, Rattler may be done. Rattler may be done at Oklahoma. There, there's no way that I think Lincoln Riley can go back to Spencer Rattler after what Caleb Williams put on wax. Like, what Caleb Williams was able to do, providing the spark with his legs, uh, and he didn't play a flawless game. He wasn't perfect. I'm not going to sit here and say he was perfect, lights out, uh, but he did do some things that Spencer Rattler can't do for whatever reason. I don't know why Rattler can't protect the ball, the decision made. I, I don't get it. I don't get it, and we'll talk about where I have him ranked in a second. Uh, a couple of other players that I want to talk about. Isaiah Likely, uh, the, the tight end from Coastal Carolina, he and Grayson McCall are just making magic. A tight end to go for over 200 receiving yards in a game is just absurd. Eight for 232 and four. Grayson McCall, another quarterback in that 2023 class that people need to be talking about. I believe he may be actually eligible here in 2022. I got to check. Uh, Desmond Ritter goes off. Uh, 259 and three. Jerome Ford had a good game. Jaden Daniels versus Stanford. Jaden Daniels got a gun. He's playing better and better. But let's dive into sort of the, the rankings and ramifications from the rankings and everything that you're looking When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check it out. NFL football is finally back, baby. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Cowboys tickets or Rams tickets or Cardinals tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, -I -I is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in, in purchase price. Listen, I know you want to go to a Cowboys game here in Texas, or you want to go see those awful Jaguars play on the road. TickPick has you covered. Visit TickPick.com slash Debbie today and use the promo code Debbie to save $10 off your first order for those Dallas Cowboy tickets or whatever your favorite NFL team tickets are. At is the database that you can get on patreon.com forward slash prospect talk 
Uh, this is the full player rankings inside the engine. We've got the cornerstone rankings where you can see where these young guys compare with current NFL players. But let's just take a look at the 2023, 2022 class uh, in general. Let's, let's go uh, quarterback ranks for 2022. So we talked about Matt Corral having a, a blow-up game versus uh, Arkansas. I mean, he just... He's, he's been playing fantastic now. You know, he was a former four or five-star recruit, depending on what service you're looking at. And I do think he's going to be the number one quarterback drafted in the 2022 NFL draft class. His moxie, his charisma, what he can do with his legs and his arms make him a true, true dual threat weapon. And right now, um, inside that tier one category, um, I've only got four, uh, four quarterbacks. Well, that's, that's all of it. Uh, QB ranks, let's go to that. I've got three quarterbacks inside tier two. Uh, inside tier one of the 2022 class, and that's Matt Corral, Malik Willis, and Sam Howe. And let's talk about Malik Willis for a second because he, too, had some highlight reel plays on Saturday. But the issue with Malik Willis is not his athleticism or his talent. He plays at Liberty, right? And for all, all the great plays we saw this past Saturday, he also had three interceptions. He still has to learn. You do not want Malik Willis to come into an NFL team and start from day one. I think he's a player that you want to take the Trey Lance approach, give him some time to develop and grow, and I think he'll be really good. Uh, Sam Howell had another good game for Oklahoma. Right now you see his ADP um, that we run over there in, in, inside this group uh, is about six. So he's still coming off the board as a, as a top ten player in Debbie overall. Carson Strong. The big quarterback out of Nevada had six touchdowns this past Saturday, and I, I, I continue to maintain if there's going to be any quarterback to push, and at one point I said Spencer Rattler for quarterback one, but that's no longer going to be the case. If there's any quarterback that's going to push uh, Matt Corral and Malik Willis or Sam Howell for the first quarterback off of the board, I do believe it's Carson Strong at six foot four, 216 pounds. He's got that prototypical size. And he's just got a cannon. I think his arm is up there with anybody else in the country. Thought he played really well. Will Levis out of Kentucky had a good game as well. I'm a big Will Levis fan. Arm talent is crazy. Uh, seems like a fun kid. Right now is a tier three guy in 2022 for me. And Grayson McCall, here he is. Grayson McCall is eligible in 2022. Probably need to do some shifting around and, and get Grayson McCall probably in that tier two range. But right now, if you're just looking at my 2022 class of quarterbacks, I've got three guys in tier one, two guys in uh, three guys in tier two, and then a big hodgepodge in tier three, which includes JT Daniels, Keaton Slovis, Desmond Ritter. I'm still not sold on Desmond Ritter long term. We'll see how that plays out. And then we shift to the running backs and talk about some of the running backs from 2022. A lot of people are telling us this running back class is terrible. It's no good. You don't want anybody. That's BS. You do want some because tier one, you've got Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, and Isaiah Spiller. I talked about Isaiah Spiller, his game yesterday versus Alabama. Listen, Alabama is a tough matchup. Alabama is a hard team to contend with, but you did see him burst through the middle for a nice explosive 12-yard touchdown. His footwork, his patience, just incredible. And at 6'1", 220, he's got an ability to do everything, right? You know, run between the tackles, catch the ball outside. Zach Charbonnet, the transfer running back from Michigan, had a fantastic game versus uh, uh, who, who the hell did UCLA play late last night? Uh, UCLA, Arizona. Zach Charbonnet, believe he went over 100 again versus Arizona. Both the, both the running backs went off in that one. 
Uh, but it does tail off, right? You've got uh, Kyron Williams, Eric Gray, probably going to move him down. I like Xavier Valade out of Wyoming, but uh, he, he's a Wyoming running back. I'm not sure the type of draft capital that he's going to get. Chris Rodriguez out of Kentucky had a really big game uh, this past weekend as well. Excuse me, as well as, uh, you know, Zamir White had a good game, but not really in on Zamir White. Kevin Harris has taken a tumble down from Tier 2 to Tier 4. You absolutely hate to see it. That back injury with Kevin Harris, he just he's not the same player right now, and I wouldn't be shocked if, if Kevin Harris came back uh, for another season. Let's take a look at the wide receivers real quick, and this is where I'm excited. This is, this is what gets me excited about 2022. It's these wide receivers. And inside tier one, these are not rankings. I tier, I rank later. There's no need to rank right now. I tier, and I will rank later. David Bell, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, and Traylon Burks are the four tier one wide receivers in this class for me. Before you get to going, Chris Olave is not tier one for me. I don't have John Mechie, George Pickens, Jahan Dotson inside my tier one. I've got Drake London, and he just continues to climb up the boards for me. He is... Uh, issuing premeditated murder on defensive backs. 16 receptions yesterday. 16 receptions. Drake London has not gone over uh, under 68 yards in any matchup this season. 167 yards, 170 yards, 140 yards, 130 yards. At 6'5", 215 with a basketball background, Drake London, I'm telling you now, is going to be a first-round pick in the NFL draft. And all this talk about separation and he can't separate, that's a lie. He can separate, but he's just so good in jump ball situations that those are the highlights that you see. I know some people are saying he's a tough eval. He dropped some passes. Go look at the production. What Drake London is doing Every single week should not be questioned. He is a top five locked and loaded wide receiver in this class. I have him top four. Talked about Traylon Burks and what he's doing at 6'3", 223 pounds. There was a graphic about his hand size compared to the average male. Bigger hands than Odell Beckham Jr. His hands are like almost the size of Shaquille O'Neal's. Just look at those mitts. Look at how he palms the football here. Uh, just uh, He's a tier one prospect, one of my guys. You see the lock right here, 21 years old. Traylon Burks is going to hear his name called in the first round of the NFL draft. And then probably the arguably the best route runner in college football, uh, Garrett Wilson, six foot, Lake Travis product out of Austin, 188, 190 pounds. Just a fantastic, fantastic wide receiver prospect. Excited for him. As I look down uh, this list and any players that I think need to be moved up, I love Jaden Reed. I talk about Jaden Reed quite a bit, transferred from Western Michigan, doing his thing at Michigan State. I also think we need to take a look, uh, start diving more into Khalil Shakur out of Boise State and Wondell Robinson, sort of like a poor man's Rondell Moore. Uh, this, this wide receiver class at the top is what you want out of the 2022 guys. Uh, and real quick, let's take a look at 2023 because a lot of people just talk about Bijan Robinson. That's all there is, is Bijan, 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 Bijan. Bijan's the best running back in college football, all right? Uh, I'm not going to debate that. He's the, the best running back in college football. But, man, these, these group of running backs in 2023 are just incredible. Blake Corum, Jace McClellan, Deuce Vaughn. I know a lot of people see Deuce Vaughn, and they're like, oh, he's 5'5", 168. He's going to have a role in the NFL. I, I can see him being a better or a, a comparable version of his Kansas State predecessor who went to the NFL and had an outstanding career with the Eagles and the Saints and you know where I'm going, Darren Sproles. He's just so dynamic in the, in the receiving game, and he can run the ball. I'm a big fan 
of Deuce Vaughn. I've got him as a tier two guy. Uh, Tank Bigsby, tier one. Zach Evans out of TCU. Put some respect on Zach Evans' name. Tier one running back, another 100-yard game. He's awesome. I mean, these running backs are incredible. Jameer Gibbs, I still have him inside tier one. Georgia Tech is absolute dog shit, so I'm not, I'm not worried about Gibbs. And, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, B. John Robinson. I mean, he's just that dude out of the University of Texas. Combination of size, speed, power, balance. Uh, De- De- Devon A-Chain, need to move him up. I got him inside tier three. He needs to move up. Jalen Berger has been a disappointment. Kendall Milton has been a disappointment. But I'm telling you right now, a player who is starting to rise more and more and more in my personal rankings is Syracuse running back Sean Tucker. Five foot 10, 210 pounds, coming off of a 650 yard performance uh, in his 650 yard campaign as a freshman. He's already exceeded that total through five games, five, six games here in this 2021 season. Sean Tucker's got ideal size. He's been clocked at 4-3 in the 40-yard dash. He can catch the ball. He's shown an ability to be a workhorse. He's going to go well over 1,000 yards this year. Listen, right now, he's right outside of Tier 1. Sean Tucker right outside of Tier 1. He's a Tier 2 running back prospect for me right now. But at the end of the day, he is Top 5. If I had to rank these guys right now, it'd be Bijan, Gibbs, Bigsby, Evans, flip a coin, and Sean Tucker. Right there. I've got Sean Tucker over Jace McClellan, over A-Chain, over Tranium, over Chris Tyree, over Kendall Milton, over all of these guys. All of these guys. Sean Tucker, if you don't know the name, you got to tap in to check out some Sean Tucker. And before we get out of here, based on performances this past weekend, let's take a look at the 2023 uh, wide receivers. What do we have in that class? Jackson Smith and Jigba, Tier 1, and Kayshawn Boutte. Uh, my only Tier 1 wide receivers in 2023 right now. Smith and Jigba, Kayshawn Boutte, Marvin Mims right in there, Josh Josh Downs, Jermaine Burton, uh, Rakeem Jarrett. We really want to see him uh, pick it up and do his thing. But we were talking about Travion Henderson. So if you look at my full rankings, full, all the guys, there's Travion right there, tier one running back, and he's not even eligible until 2024. Uh, just, Just a great, great running back that's going to go down as one of the best uh, in Ohio State. So, and then a lot of people ask me, Ray, well, how do these guys rank amongst the current NFL players? I'll give you just a brief uh, brief look at how I do my cornerstone rankings, how we do them over here at Destination Debbie. Uh, we, we put them uh, three-year three approach, right? So we're looking at the 2020 class, 2021, and 2022. So you will see no 2023 guys. The first 2022 skill position players that I have ranked amongst their NFL counterparts right now don't come until about right here. You get Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, and Drake London right behind the Elijah Moores, Rashad Batemans, Brandon Ayukes, Javonta Williams of the world. And, uh, yeah, so you can kind of see, and you can tier these as well, uh, separate them as well. The wide receiver is right here. So it's uh, uh, Marshall Bateman, Elijah Moore, Brandon Ayuk, and then we've got Garrett Wilson, Traylon, Traylon Burks, and Drake London ahead of Michael Pittman, uh, Brian Edwards, and uh, Jalen Rager and Darnell Mooney. So that's sort of where the 2022 class ranks amongst the wide receivers. And then we'll just take a look at the running backs. Where do the 2022 running backs rank amongst the last two classes? Well, Spiller, Hall, and Walker all there behind still. Antonio Gibson, J.K. Dobbins, Javonta Williams, Cam Akers, and Travis Etienne. I've got all three of the 2022 guys uh, ahead of Clyde Edwards-Elair, 
We'll see. Clyde may be moving back up, but all those guys ahead of Trey Sermon, ahead of James Robinson, Michael Carter, Kenneth Gainwell making some noise, moved him up to Tier 3 this past week. Uh, But, yeah, that's – that's uh yeah that's that that's that that's where we're at that's where we're at with these guys um based on their performance this past weekend uh, another good slate of college football and again we all do this we do this over here at Destination Devi um to make sure that you have what you need in order to strategically uh, position your dynasty teams for short and long term success the more you know about these young guys the more you tap into the college game and even if you can't watch college the more you tap into what we're doing the better you can make decisions uh, especially right now because you get to that point where you're gonna have to make some trades pretty soon like either you're going for it or you need to rebuild make sure you tapped into what we're doing at prospect talk patreon.com forward slash prospect talk access to the database you get two databases i didn't even show you the analytical one uh, but the head of that thing, the head of the operation, Jordan Backus, has created a fantastic product over there. You will not be disappointed. But week six college football, I fully expect Alabama to fall out of the top five and end up inside the top four college football playoff rankings because that's what they do. They were not going to leave Alabama out now. Alabama gets to the SEC title game, and I don't know their odds. I haven't looked at all of that. And they lose, they're out. But if they get to the SEC t- the best thing for Bama would be not to make the SEC title game, finish the season with one loss, and then throw them um, inside that top four. And real quick, the updated Heisman odds, because I see a lot of people talking about B. John Robinson for Heisman. He is currently sixth in Heisman odds, right? Still a long shot at 14 to 1 plus 1,400. Leaders in the Heisman Trophy race, Matt Corral minus 200. Bryce Young plus 300. I think it's Kenneth Walker at plus 700. I know Desmond Ritter is in there. Maybe he's plus seven or 800. CJ Stroud plus 1,000 rounds out that top five. And then Bijan Robinson is sixth at plus 1,400. So 14 to one odds for Bijan. Matt Corral put on a Heisman Trophy performance yesterday. I do think he will win it. it's a quarterback award. It's a team award that goes to the quarterback on one of the top teams. But I think Matt Corral's play this season has been incredible, outstanding. Love it. Appreciate y'all tapping in. If you enjoyed what you saw, hit the like button, smash the thumbs up button, comment, like, engage with the good people, share it with all your friends, and make sure uh, you support the good people that help make this thing possible. We'll be back uh, for a week seven recap. Let's have a good week of Sunday football and, and start your week out great whenever this thing gets posted. Now to this thing. Peace. Peace.